So what's in this for you? I'm going to discuss how you can be a real life success story. You know, those people who have, they got it all, you know, that, that great job, that beautiful spouse, the loyal friends, and plenty of cash. Basically, those people with an extraordinary life. Who wouldn't want that, right? Do you remember the 80s cartoon series called G.I. Joe? They stated in the lesson that was connected to all their episodes that knowing is half the battle. Knowing what you want out of life is only half of the battle, but you need to know how to get it. We'll show you how to accomplish your goals through the very same principles that I use. I'll explain why it's okay to be selfish and you can't be successful without being genuine and authentic, among other things. We'll talk about 11 principles and combine those into six easy to follow steps. And then you can become that real life success story. Hi, my name is Kirby Ingles, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. This podcast is designed to inspire you to write a new narrative, revolutionize the way we live, and create a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. You might think living the good life involves making other people happy. But to fulfill your life plan, you need to first care for yourself. There is a reason why the flight attendant tells you to put on your mask first when an emergency arises before helping other people. Make yourself a priority. Be selfish. This will lead you to a better life, not just for you, but for all those people around you. Work on improving yourself, your focus, and it should be on becoming a better person in all the different roles of your life. Imagine when you were in school and the teacher came into class with the flu rather than staying at home. In their wretched state, their performance will be affected and the students don't benefit either. Everyone would be better off if the teacher would have put their health first and focus on getting well before resuming their duties in teaching other people. Taking care of yourself, your life first and foremost is the most important thing that you can do. You are unique and so you shouldn't live someone else's life. You are only depriving the rest of us of the best parts about you. For example, I spent 25 years in the military for various reasons, but it wasn't until the last five that I really began to struggle the most. In fact, I began to feel burnt out, stressed, and disappointed in my role because my heart was somewhere else. 
And that was because I was following someone else's needs and desires and ignoring my own passion, which was to start my own business and create social impact. Putting first things first, as Stephen Covey might say, first involves balancing all the areas of your life like nutrition, fitness, and mental health. If you are hurting mentally or even physically, it's going to be challenging for you to start a business or tackle a new job or some big goal that's in front of you. The first things first means that you need to focus on yourself. And you can do this by getting into shape, even if you hate exercising, eating healthy food, but not being too restrictive, and build a support network of friends and family, and stop hanging out with those people who bring negative energy into your life. Make yourself first and foremost, and balance the critical areas of your life. That way, you will be healthy and agile enough to start working towards accomplishing your goals. Have you ever found yourself performing so you could impress someone, but it was really not genuine or authentic? Maybe you wanted to get a job or win a client. Maybe people try to fake it till they make it, but it generally backfires. It's time not to concern yourself with what others think. The fear of judgment will cause you to lose opportunities. For example, I used to be controlled by negative thoughts and spent years afraid of saying hi to others because I feared that I might be ridiculed or simply just not being liked. And the truth is, my worst case scenario was in my head and my heart. And that was never as bad as the reality of the situation or the outcome. You should be willing to show your authentic, weird side. People smell fakes from a mile away. And your uniqueness is what draws people into you. So don't try to copy other people. You'll turn people off because no one's interested in a replica. There isn't any value in a doppelganger or a double. Instead, be original and trust your ideas and believe that your personality is attractive. It can be hard to show your true self, but don't be afraid to ask for assistance. Asking for help or aid sometimes makes us feel weak and becomes a barrier to our own success. Many times you don't want to bother others with your issues. Just admitting that you need help isn't a weakness or you're a failure. It's actually the opposite. It's a strength, and people love to help others. When you ask for help, it's a win-win situation because you're giving someone a chance to be helpful and share themselves with you. So don't be afraid to ask and be yourself. Let go of all your fears, but be transparent and open. Let's be real. Nobody wants to disclose their weaknesses or shortcomings. But to achieve success, you have to look at both sides of yourself and not just the best side. Be truthful with yourself and you'll reach your goals a lot faster 
To do this, you first need to write down your strengths and your weaknesses. And although you develop your strengths, you'll probably need others to help you list your defects. Reflect on your life by focusing on your current ideal state and deciding to change what you don't like. One of my coaching members created an, an email and they sent it around to all their colleagues and asking just two questions. What do you think of me? And how can I get better? For each person who responded, he actually gave them a $10 Starbucks gift card where they would show up together and have a coffee and he would ask clarifying questions. And in the email, and then when they replied back, they gave him the brutal truth. And he gained a perspective through a different lens and was able, it allowed him to be able to change. Another benefit of being honest is, is that it will help you discover other areas where you can add value to other people. People respect those who admit that they're not the best but they are great at what they do and they still have room for improvement. And when you've identified your strengths and those weaknesses, you can show others where you are. After recognizing these key areas, you can generate results around them, ensuring that your value reflects your skill level so that you're fulfilled. And when I began as a coach, I charged like $45 an hour. And after gaining more experience and then even more confidence in my skills, I began charging around $150 an hour. Take an in-depth, honest look at yourself and your skills. Focus on the areas in which you shine and you'll be increasing your value shortly. Once you have some momentum to get your project or even your goal off the ground, you will want to tell people, and you need to be excited about it. Being interested helps draw attention to what you do before you become a well-known brand. And to become more attractive and versatile, you need to build and develop your opinions and thoughts, maybe on some books or articles. And then when you have an opportunity and it knocks at the door, you can share that knowledge that you have with other people. Remember, having a range of interest will make you more appealing. And another great strategy for being attractive, and this can be summarized in this quote, if you want to be interesting, be interested. This means that you should be interested in other people. And when I want to find out what motivates people, I ask simple questions, clarifying questions, questions of curiosity. So what do you do in your free time? Now, keep in mind that everyone will not engage you or even maybe like you off the get-go. Don't let that demotivate you. Use this spitefulness to boost you into action. Haters will hate, and the truth is, you can't get rid of them. Though some criticism does contain a small piece of truth, understand these slight judgments to help you actually grow and become better. Make sure that you can separate jealousy-filled comments from constructive criticism. 
it's not helpful if someone just says you suck or you're awful. Still, suppose they say your work or your business doesn't have a clear brand or objective. In that case, there's a value that you can use in this situation because they made a specific comment and not a generalization. Keep in mind, there will be hatred towards those doing a great job or doing their own thing. Haters are jealous and they feel threatened by someone else's success. So understand that hate is their problem and not yours. So leave it weighing on their shoulders and not yours. You can't get rid of haters. They're always going to be around. Now you pretty much have the gist of being genuine and authentic and being honest about your abilities and finding a support network that's essential for living an extraordinary life. It's impossible to talk about goals without using the words planning or habit. In the same sentence, planning and routines are vital in making things happen. Plan by establishing your priorities with a one, two, three, four ranking system. I observed this system in place by many of my mentors and other leaders. Many of them achieved early success by tackling three to five items on their to-do list every single day. In improving upon this system, I added a ranking uh, or marking each task so that uh, from one to four, one was urgent or a crisis, two would have been, this needs to be scheduled and it's important, three is it's not important, I should probably get to it someday, and four was it was clutter or I need to delete or eliminate. Before doing this system, do like a brain dump. This is where you write down everything that needs to be accomplished to clearly see what needs to be done and identify what is a priority by ranking them one through four. So planning habits may seem easy, but how can you find the time to implement this? One option is to schedule an appointment with yourself to set time aside to complete a specific task. And it's best if you have an environment and climate that has no distractions and is supportive. I preferred planning and doing focus work while a lot of times I was in airports, trains, buses, hotels, lobbies, restaurants, and even coffee shops. You get the idea. I would pick a destination that would take me a couple hours to be able to take a break and I could go to this destination, whether it be a two hour trip and stop, have coffee or whatever, spend a couple hours on some work and then do the return trip. That worked really well when I was in a metropolitan area like DC or Kansas City and I was traveling more often. And so we've discussed planning and routines, but I want to share two critical principles and it'll keep you on the path to success. Have you shared your goals and aspirations with an important person, but maybe they couldn't understand or relate to you? Your motivation and inspiration are best fueled by people who you connect with and have similar aspirations. But who should you be connected with and where? You mustn't surround yourself with those you always look up to, but people who actually have similar goals. 
try joining or creating even a Facebook group that focuses on your goals. Get a mentor or a coach to help you improve performance or even attend seminars, maybe a workshop that align with your desires. The latter is just what I did. I went to social clubs, networking events, things like that. I was able to share my goals about becoming a leadership coach and a trainer and gathered clients or members of my programs organically. Just remember, people are the greatest asset to achieving your goals and your aspirations. So don't forget to treat them well. Give credit where credit is due. You never know when you'll need them again. For those people who try to shut you down, those are haters. We've talked a little bit about those people earlier. Don't give them your energy. Break contact, push away, and come back when you're a little bit calmer and more pleasant, not when you're upset. So avoid things like checking email or social media first thing in the morning until you've actually filled up your glass first. Empathy is going to be really essential here. Consider that the hater's life and the pain that they must have within them to be able to do things like that. They may have a rough time experiencing a, or even going through a, like a financial crisis, losing a loved one, or maybe they had a health scare recently and they haven't told anybody about it. Those scenarios could cause someone to act out of character. So try to understand those people and be patient with them. And we've discussed a lot of information in these videos, but it's time to take the information and take action. So earlier I said knowing is half the battle and knowing what you want, but the other half is actually taking action. So don't just watch this and continue with your life as you normally would, but put these principles to use today. The key message is that it's time to be fearless and strike out toward your aspirations. Don't let haters or insecurities control the, the limited time that you have in your life because we only have so much. Instead, think about what you want and make that happen. Emotionally release yourself from the outcome. One critical principle is to begin practicing right away. And that is to let go of the unknown. Let go of the fear that's over you, which is crippling your success. Release yourself emotionally from the result, as this will reduce your stress and make everything a bit more manageable and lighter. Remember, the real failure is not trying. My name is Kirby Angles. It's been a pleasure. I hope to see you soon.